Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's Metal Shop here on 99.9 KISW, a band that I've had wanted to have up in the studio for a while. We finally made it happen. We we got everyone here in the same studio, a band called Excrescence from... Tacoma, is that right? Tacoma, yes, Tacoma Brutal Death Metal Band, uh, and they have an album called Inescapable Anatomical Deterioration. Uh, welcome to the studio, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, so t- let's go around the room. Tell me what your name is and what you do in Excrescence. Uh, Matt, I do vocals. Uh, Steve, I do bass. Max, I do drums. Jonathan, I play guitar. Right on. So. Uh, Whoever wants to pipe in, I want the backstory. How did you guys start? You know, when? And how did you guys all get together? The origin story in Marvel words. Marvel right. Terms. So, so originally, I started this uh, with a couple other people. Okay. Uh, I was a guitar instead of drums. Mm-hmm. And my friend Cameron Mills was on drums. Mm-hmm. And we kind of just improvise jam see what we could make out of it sure and then we end up making a couple songs kind of in a whole different kind of wave than what we have now what we, what did it originally sound like it was more of a death grind project okay. originally yeah. it was more in the vein of i'd say waco jesus and wow. old guttural secrete okay yeah and then kind of kind of gore grind uh more more so like death grind. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'd say I'd say more this like uh I mean Inhume was a big one too. That was another one we were nice. kinda inspired by. And then uh that kind of fell apart. Uh we all got busy with life and whatnot. As you do, yep. And then I linked up with Matt. And then we started doing, uh, he started playing drums and I started playing guitar. Wait, Matt, you play drums? Yeah, a little bit. Nice. And we started yep. kind of making songs under that with the name Excrescence. And that kind of, we got some ideas of what we wanted to do. And then that ended up not working for whatever reason. And then I got in contact with Steve. And he was jamming in this band, Cranial Remnants, at the time. Is that a Northwest band? Seattle band? Or uh, at the Tacoma time, band? Yeah. yeah. A little studio band. Awesome. Yeah. And then they wanted me on drums, and we started jamming, and then uh, made something more out of that. And then we got 
Matt on vocals and yeah. the drums. I said, we got to get this dude on vocals and then started just writing songs in a whole different wave that we never did before. And then kind of yeah. went from there. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward. Yeah. Fast forward, man. Yeah. A couple of scenes missing. But. <laughs> uh, so Matt, had you ever done vocals before in a band? No, no, this is my first band doing vocals like this. I, uh, I've always messed around just uh, listening to the bands like I love, like all the Brutal Death stuff. Yeah. And then just kind of messing around with my voice, just kind of guttural vocal style, just kind of chiming along, just testing out. I'm like, damn, I think I can do that. Yeah. And I was kind of messing around, showing, showing Max what I could do. He's like, damn, you're pretty sick. Like, you should come try out. And I was like, cool. Went and did that, and they were pretty happy with it. So That's Very awesome. Happy. Absolutely, man. So you guys uh, release a record on a label that puts out, you know, a, a, an insane amount of awesome heavy music. Uh, it's called New Standard Elite. How'd you guys get hooked up with New Standard Elite? Uh, just so happens that we're uh, he was local for a moment, and awesome. he, got, he got to watch us play basically live in the garage, you know, and he fell in love with it. Super excited what we were doing. Uh, Basically, I hate to call him a friend, but he's our friend, and he, because <laughs> you know nobody wants to cut in on you know you're a friend and get it get on the end of a record label. Sure, but, sure. Uh, he liked what we were doing. We're we're legit, you know. Yeah. So, so he he pounced on that and uh, pushed us forward. It's pretty pretty sick. Yeah, absolutely, man. Shout out to uh, shout out to Daniel Dan Osborne, new standard yeah, elite. Dude. How how are you guys getting you know exposure like that? Is it pretty much the internet, new standard elite, things like that? Like you know networking to be able to play these big festivals. Definitely it's awesome. the label. The label has helped us out tremendously with getting our name out there because it's a huge label with this yeah. style of music, with this like low, guttural, nasty, raw, violent style of music that is uh, pretty easily to find through him. So we've been uh, fortunate enough to. Like have him shine some light on us, and then people have been, you know, getting the word around, kind of talking around about it. And yeah, we've been playing shows a lot too. There's a lot of bands too that put out records, but they don't do it live. So if we're trying to make that a full thing, like a live thing. We we jam all the time. We yeah. meet up all every week, pretty much. This so, isn't a studio project. This uh, is a full living, breathing yeah. project. So we want to make it make it a real deal thing because it's uh, it's more special that way. We want to make a statement in this kind of area too. Absolutely. First time I saw you guys was at uh, Club Sur was the Internal Bleeding. Oh yeah, that was a badass show and Jungle Rot. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, we were we're stoked to be a part of that. Yeah, really stoked. Actually, I didn't even know about the band, and I walk in and I'd known Matt for a long time, and I was like, oh, dude, what the hell? And it was it it blew me away. It honestly stole the show for me. So saw Kevin walk up right before we're about to play. About to they're about to. Let us go full on live, and then I see Kevin right in the front row, and he's like, oh, what's up? And I gave him a little fist bump, and then it was go time. Yeah. So. My friend Mike uh, plays in uh, Porphyrion and Noroth. He was like, dude, you got to get here for excrescence. We got to get here for excrescence. They're the best death metal band in Seattle. So I was like, okay, well, let's check them out. And I uh, show up, and my oh, dude's yeah. on vocals. So um, let's go back in time. First exposure to really heavy underground you know death metal or really just like grimy metal and matt let's start with you man what got you into because you know we can all hear like the metallicas and the acdcs and then the slayers and you get that kind of you know obviously you but what got you into the really gnarly stuff well 
to rewind it back just a little bit, I got into all that stuff like you're saying, and then I got into Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Cannibal Corpse is a huge game changer for me. I was gifted the Gallery Suicide album, and that pretty much lifted my whole world upside down. Yeah. And I thought everybody loved it. I kept showing people that album, and then nobody dug it. And I was like, I thought that was just like weird as hell to me because, you know, I, I was in love with it. But anyways, I was in the Cannibal still am they're they're one of the best to ever do it but ever since then i was always looking for that that raw energy like when i first heard them and yeah. how much that like shook my world but yeah i started just kind of digging deep and found out about other bands you know like all the main ones like devourment uh disgorge all that stuff unique leader records was a huge one that got me put on game with all this stuff yep and then uh just kept digging and digging. MySpace was really good for all that yeah. stuff. And just like the more guttural, the more disgusting, the fast, grimy, raw stuff that was out there, I was just attracted to immediately. Like I didn't have to really like look, f I didn't really have to like, I don't know, try to get into it because I was already on, in the hunt for like yeah. the next more, the next most like brutal Absolutely. thing that was out there. So yeah, that was pretty much it for me. So if it sounds like audio diarrhea, you're into <laughs> it, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Uh, so, okay. So let's end this question with each of you guys and let's start with you, Matt. So what, what got you into metal? We, we just heard, what are your top three death metal bands of all time? Ooh, just straight up death metal or just everything? All, all extreme the, all metal. Death, yeah, extreme yeah, extreme, death. yeah, it could be brutal death metal, slam, Ooh, br whatever you, all you time, want. I'd probably have to say like, Man, I'd say my boys in Guttural Secrete okay. have always uh, lasted the test of time for me with them. Every time I listen to them, it's like it's it sounds fresh every time. But them, this band called Enmity, uh, they just you know push the boundaries. They've been doing that before it was even halfway cool. Um, and then oh, the third one, whew, that's a hard one. There's so much to choose from. But I'd probably say, like, shoot. I'll say Disgorge. Okay. Just yeah. US. I say US and Mexico. I love both. <laughs> a lot of people don't say both, but I love both. But yeah. they both push the boundaries in two different ways. And I, get, I take so much from both. So Nice. Yeah. All right. So, what got you into extreme uh, underground music? Me? Yeah. Uh, you're not going to like the answer. It's a, a disgust for grunge. Okay. Uh, I grew up in Washington, <laughs> yeah. Tacoma here, and everybody listened to I it like when, your honesty. when I was younger. Yeah. And, you know, I had bands, you know, like thrash metal and and sure. pushing the boundaries into death metal. And then I had friends start showing me things like Malevolent Creation and, yeah. and uh, Cannibal Corpse. And, you know, we, we all stem from Slayer, but uh, it, it just, the sicker the better. Any, anything that, that sounded disgusting... I was more into, and I just kept getting more and more and more, deeper and deeper and deeper into it, and uh, I've never looked back. Uh, sometimes people put on old thrash metal, I'm like, nah, I'm not even really into it anymore. <laughs> I, I want I want something disgusting, you know. You found the way. Yeah, I found the way. Uh, like, okay. Like this dude's wearing a Cerebral Effusion yeah. hoodie. I love that band. I love Inherit Disease. I love Discord. I love, yeah. I love Guttural Discreet. I love it all, man. Uh, it's like I said, the sicker the better. Uh, some of it's a little incoherent, but I like that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, whatever, man. I just I can't. I couldn't do the local scene growing up. I mean, there was a few hitters out there, like like people say Infester. Yeah. I like those guys. That's old school uh, brutal death metal. Uh, Drawn and Quarter was a sick one growing up watching. Uh, you know. 
stuff like that, man. That's all I got. So okay, your 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 three favorite. Three favorites? Yeah. Uh, I, these guys, I didn't know, but fornicators from around here. Oh no, it doesn't have to be Northwest of all uh, time. Just all time of of just like any state, any country. Uh, just favorite up, death metal. And I like and, Malevolent Creation growing up a lot. That was okay. like grindcore death metal. Yeah. Uh, then I started getting into like 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 the unique leader style. It was like you can name five bands that all yeah. sound disgusting. You know, like Severed Savior, one of my all time yep. favorites. Uh, brutality is law. Yeah, brutality is law. Inherit disease. Yeah, I, I love all those bands, man. So. so that's the thing about these two labels is, is both those labels Dude, is is haters. new standard elite and uh, unique unique leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just hitters, said it. Uh, is you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna get some yeah. pop punk record by accident. You know, you're gonna get brutal death metal yeah. or technical brutal death metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Max, what about you, man? What uh, what got you into underground music? And then what are your three favorites? What really did it for me is I got really into stuff like Slayer and mm -hmm. Slipknot growing up. Yeah. I was like kind of mainly like into like a lot of new metal stuff sure. too, and I thought that was sick. I mean, I'm wearing a Deftone shirt. Right yeah, now. hell yeah. I, I obviously uh, did too. But I was into a lot of that, and then I just kind of wanted to get something more extreme, mm -hmm. and I got into stuff like Cannibal Corpse and... And like dying fetus. Seems to be a theme like here. That. The Cannibal Corpse well, unites yeah, well, you all. They're, they're readily Absolutely. available. Absolutely. They're ready. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're the most accessible, they're like, the, frontline band you can Absolutely. possibly, like, find with this stuff. And then I, I went from stuff like that to, like, Disgorge and Devourment. Nice. And that wasn't even enough. And I wanted stuff like Last Days of Humanity and oh my God. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah. Fables and stuff like that. No. So what are the kind of looks you get when you're blasting this from your car? Do, are people just like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? You know? Yeah, usually, because I'm usually like in my car turning up. I'm like, I'm like getting into it when, yeah. I'm, when I'm in my car. And then I'll be at a red light and they'll just be like, what's going on with this dude over here? I grew up learning that most people absolutely hate this kind of music but i just don't care because you know i like it so much and yeah. i've been taking criticism left and right yeah front and center all the time about it but i don't care i love this stuff till death max who's your favorite uh extreme metal drummer extreme metal drummer if i had to pick just one yeah the well who really got me doing what i want to do and who really i think set the bar more than anybody else is uh john engman from uh, Fetopsy and Brodekin. Okay, nice. I think that he definitely pushed what's extreme, and he pushed what's uh, available and how, like, what to what you can do with this kind of music. Yeah. And I don't think that anybody's really pushed it how he did. And there's other ones that are like playing high speeds and insane, unhinged, ferocious, like extreme stuff and then there's stuff like that and that just tops it all like nothing's nice. really better than yeah. that if you ask me and finally your your top three favorites uh death metal bands if i had to pick just three yeah hmm, i'd say brodekin mm -hmm. orchidectomy and enmity okay Man, you guys are giving me a lot of homework. I like it. That's awesome. All right, and finally, man, uh, what got you into underground music and then your top three favorite death metal bands? So I would uh, – I'm old, right? So to start off with that, so sure. actually it was sort of a carryover from Thrash. Uh, Thrash was the thing when I was in high school. Yeah. Uh, and so I was at a creator show, 
And there is a band that opened up for Creator called Morgoth. Yeah. So this is probably 1990. Okay. And that riff started, that guy came out and did his scream, and that was just a one-way trip. And then after that, it was literally just a matter of buying the albums as they came as out. As they came out, yeah. So like Human so, Waste and Legion and Veracity, yeah. like mm-hmm. all of the Swedish stuff, all of the English stuff, Florida, New York, like all of these scenes were just popping off. And yeah. you can literally buy something based on artwork, yeah. you buy something based on word of mouth, based on the label. And so that's what got me into it. And so it's just been a, a series of you know, rediscovering the different scenes along the years. Uh, 2005, ended up joining a band. The guy that was the other guy was in the band, had his own store, had wow. his own label. And so he introduced me to a ton of stuff as well. And so it just, it's just been this ongoing discovery of my entire time. As the genre and the world opens up to all these different sub-genres and stuff, you're taking that trip with it, right? You're just getting even more into all of the underground stuff. That's a f- really cool thing is that you're literally there on the beginning stages of it and did you ever do any like tape trading with friends or anything like that or were you just coming and buying them from the cd stores i think just buying them from the stores i mean you used to be able to call relapse on the phone yeah and they would send you tapes that's cool you know i bought an embalmer demo um by calling them up yeah (laughs) that's awesome so uh, i think uh, for for me being sort of uh, exposed to all of it, I didn't identify with with one specific subgenre even more than others. Yeah. Um, so for me, I include grindcore and black metal into my sort of repertoire. Yeah. And so I actually I live I love all of that stuff. So um, over the years, it's just developed into you know what's what's new. And if I heard this before, is this yeah. moving me in a different direction? Because there's a lot of stuff that for me is just like eh, I've heard this. Fair enough. <laughs> so your uh, three favorites. Okay. Three favorites. I mean, if you were to stick with um, with death metal or even brutal death metal, I think Disgorge has to be on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking from you know like my past when things like the game changer for me when it came out, um, I would put the two sort of the OGs at the top would be like Slowly We Rot. Yeah. That was a game changer for me. And then um, Swamped and Gore by Broken Hope. Yeah. Those are, I think, like the two sort of pivotal albums at the time. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I think sort of like all time stuff, putridity has got to be on that list. Discourage mm-hmm. has to be on that list. And then, I don't know, I like just a ton of everything in between. So sure. I would put those guys with anybody. I mean, Dark All Slaves, as far as newer stuff, that's just been like blowing my socks oh, off. Yeah. You yeah. can tell John's the most articulate. Yeah. Group. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are giving me some homework. I got to find, uh, uh, I, I like this, man. This I'm going to go deep on Same some of these. Be- yeah. Yes, absolutely. So let's go into one of your songs. We're in, uh, we're chatting with a band called Excrescence. So uh, we're going to go into a song from their inescapable anatomical deterioration album this one is uh, a pick by max it's called recursive epileptic trepanation max why'd you pick this one dude i picked this one because the intro has this kind of uncomfortable buildup. nice that makes you feel like sick when you're listening to it it makes make the <laughs> the listener that's not really familiar with this kind of stuff not want anything to do with it and i think it's cool that you guys are putting it out. On. there we go it's excrescence here on metal shop
letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That was recursive epileptic trepanation from the inescapable anatomical deterioration album. We got excrescence here. They're a killer band from Tacoma. And uh, Max, so I was told to ask you how many bands you're in. At the moment, I'm yeah. in four. Okay, let's let's list them off. Okay, so I'm in excrescence, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then uh, me, Matt, and Steve have another band called Insufferance. Okay. And Steve's guitar in that, and I'm bass in that. Nice. And our boy Daniel Osborne uh, is on drums. And it's like early 2000s, brutal death metal, kind of that unique leader kind of sound that we were mentioning earlier. Yeah. It's kind of stuff along the riff vein of that. Yeah, riff-oriented. And uh, none of that's released yet. It's coming real soon. But You heard it here for yeah. first. <laughs> you heard it here for, first, folks. Yeah, it's coming real soon. And okay. I do vocals in another band from Ecuador called Infibulated. Okay. And we just dropped an album on New Standard Elite as well. It's called uh, Diabolical Euphoric Subjugation. All right. Wow. And that's coming real soon. And then I'm also in another project with my brothers from North Carolina called Intubated. And I do drums in that. Nice. And that's just over-the-top extreme blasting chaos like excrescences, just a little different. Nice. <laughs> So, Matt, I'm assuming you write the vocals, is that right? Or you write the lyrics? Uh, yeah, sure. We do, actually, we all kind of Or you all kind of do? on that, actually. Okay, so is it just like medical textbooks? Or is that the, uh, like, is that where you right. get... Medical sounds. Medical sounds, okay. So, like, oh, all the the vocabulary, <laughs> it's pretty deep, it's pretty, you know... Uh, so, are you, is it, you know, what what are the influences here uh, for as, as far as writing lyrics and whatnot for this kind of music? I'd say, uh, first and foremost, like, Carcass, early Carcass, uh, Disgorge, Mexico. Yeah. Just the pathological, forensic, you know, deterioration of, uh, of the... Of the human body, just abstract gore is basically the theme. Yeah. 
everybody talks about just like simplistic gore. We kind of dive deep into uh, disease and uh, parasites and abnormalities and stuff like that. Just so, having fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you guys horror fans? Yes. Horror movie fans? Yeah. Okay. I like so a little. A little. Okay. Uh, Matt, let's start with you. Favorite or name one movie that you would suggest that we watch a horror movie. Horror movies that I suggest. Uh, well, since I, I, I imagine a lot of you guys probably know of all the main ones, but check out a movie called Begotten. Which okay. Is, uh, it's an early like '90s film, which is uh, shot in all black and white, and there's no dialogue, and it's some of the most gruesome, uncomfortable viewing you'll ever see. Go get that from Scarecrow Video. Yeah. Nice. All yeah, right. Check that out. Begotten. Okay. How about you, man? Any any uh, any thing you would suggest as far as horror movies? No, I'm a big pansy, man. That shit keeps me up at night. Yeah? All right, cool. <laughs> Rom-coms for you. Yeah, sure. Whatever you want to do, man. It all puts me to sleep. <laughs> Anyone else? Max, you got a, uh, you, you a horror fan? Yeah, I'd say the original Hellraiser's Unmatched. Yeah. Right on. And how about you, man? Any uh, horror movies you would suggest? I actually, I really enjoyed... Uh, Midsummer and also oh, yeah. Platform. Yeah, uh, Platform. Was, I haven't seen Platform. Underrated. That was just a little Netflix pop and like pop and drop. Like it showed up, it went away. Yeah, but a uh, pretty gruesome, pretty gruesome cool. story. Nice. Yeah, Midsummer was uh, it was an interesting Street. trip of a movie. Broad daylight. Absolutely. Summer. Fun. Yeah. But they did some <laughs> things that were just really thoughtful in that movie, which I can appreciate. So. When you're on drugs, it look like they're on drugs. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, right on. Okay, so this is a Northwest radio show. Seattle, you know, this show's been going on for 40 years. It's the longest-running metal radio show on air on commercial radio. Um, so being that it is a Northwest show, what are your favorite Northwest bands of all time? And we can extend that to, like, Idaho and Vancouver, B.C., <laughs> just kind of in this region. Uh, Matt, let's start with you. Ooh, well... I love, I love uh, a lot of I love a lot of stuff that comes out of here. But right now, I've been really big on a band called Disease. I got the hat. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Disease. I would say they are, they're killing it right now. They're 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 going crazy. We played a couple shows with them. So yeah, dude. I would yeah. say that they're just like one of those bands. When I hear they're playing anywhere close to me, I try to, I try to go out and see them. They're just, I don't know. They they do it. They do it a little differently, and they got they got some adrenaline to them that I think is pretty unmatched. Yeah. Nice. So, Chris and Jim on top. As far as uh, the classics go, can't go wrong with Alice in Chains, Tron Quartered. Yeah. So, yeah. I Favorite? like in, I like Infester, Tron yeah. Quartered. Uh, that's about it, man. Sounds <laughs> like good, Like I man. said, I didn't grow up here. I didn't really get into grunge. Max, what about you, man? Um, I'm pretty into the grunge stuff. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I love a lot of that. I love yeah. Alice in Chains and Soundgarden mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. But I also love the death metal scene here too, and I I like a lot of bands that are really pushing it out here. Like uh, this isn't quite death metal, but like Matt said earlier, disease. Yep. Uh, I love Infester, that really underrated band that was from here in the '90s. I, I miss Embalmed, dude. Yeah, Embalmed. Embalmed was sick, dude. Uh, Infester. Infester were just kids when they yeah. recorded their full length. Yeah. And shout out to Kelly's new band, Plague Bearer. Badass oh, yeah. band, too. Badass oh, band, yeah. too. Plague Bearer. Hell yeah. And then uh, I'd say at the time they were, they're not from here anymore, but Meat Shits. Mm -hmm. uh, it's another great band from here. Was Nevermore from here? They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. R.I.P. Warl Dane. Yeah. Yep. 
absolutely incredible like botch band. too botch botch is, is great yeah oh, got to see their incredible. reunions they were incredible <laughs> and f- last but not least favorite northwest bands I've only been here for the last few years, so it's just the bands that I've been sort of exposed to. Yeah. Um, the classics, I got to see all those guys, but I was never a big fan of all those grunge guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the bands that I've been digging since I've been up here, I can vouch for disease for sure. Those guys are top notch. Uh, Torture Rack. Yeah, great uh, band from Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hemorrhoid was another one. Hemorrhoid. 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 Yeah, Absolutely. all three of those bands are top of their game for sure. Man, Portland Again, scene's going the crazy. most articulate out of all of Human them. Human Effulence is yeah, another dude. super sick one. Too. Human yeah. Effulence is uh, some of the most underground, underrated stuff that Where are they people from? are going to be exposed Portland. to. Portland. Portland. Human Effulence. I would yeah. add uh, Hemorrhoid. A- Abiosis, and too. It's one of the most yeah. underrated bands out there, right? From they're Salem. Coming, they're coming up. From Salem? Trying to make some moves. Yeah, they're coming awesome. up. Awesome. Well, so what are, what are some places? Oh, wait. What's, what's Homeboy's band name? Who? Cryptoxic Mortality. Yeah. yeah. That, they're yep, they're pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah, band. solid yeah. stuff, dude. Good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what are some places you guys have played? Like, uh, you guys have played up in Tony V's. You guys have played down in Tacoma at the uh, the Little Piggy. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Plaid Pig. What yep. are some other venues you guys have hit up so yeah, we, far? We got Club back from Chicago recently. We yeah, how Chicago. was how was Chicago Death Fest? Yeah, was, is that what it was called? Chicago Death. Chicago Domination Fest. Chicago it was over the top. Over the top. Uh, Miguel's always put on a good good one every year. Yeah. Uh, last year I played it with Incinerate. Awesome. Um, and I played Gord last year with Incinerate as well. But it seems like his production has just gotten better and better, better every better. time. Yeah. So this is being the last one. It was just over the top. Like, it was hard to leave. Oh, the last one as in the final? It's done? Allegedly the final one. Wow. And so it was hard to leave during anybody's set because all of these bands were just, again, top of their game. So that was tough. And that was a a great, a great venue. Had a great time on that one. Locally, I mean, the high water mark down in Portland. was. Oh, yeah. It's a cool place. We liked that one a lot. Awesome. Yeah. Right on. We're getting we're getting the word out. So getting the yeah. word out, and you guys are going to go head head down to Texas, man. So uh, let's go into another song here. Open thoracic discharge. All right, who wants to talk about this one? Matt? Huh? Huh? Uh, sure. Uh, this is <laughs> our first. This is our first uh, single release off of our demo twenty twenty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we got a lot of good, uh, you know feedback from this and yeah it's kind of it's our first track that we released to the public so we still love playing it live and yeah it's kind of like kind of the essence of our sound so awesome sounds good it's excrescence here on metal shop
excrescence here on Metal Shop. That was open thoracic discharge. What is it with Indonesia and brutal death metal? Because you guys need to go to Indonesia. They're, I mean, they have record labels out there. They have yeah, bands. They, a lot of the artists. Yeah. I mean, if you just look up Bandcamp, it's just they have their own freaking. I can't keep up. It's insane, dude. I'm so, crying. like, no matter as brutal as you are, there's some 16-year-old kid in Indonesia that's way more brutal than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? What? what is Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Uh, they just get it. I think, uh, what was it, Suffocation or Disgorge went and played out there back in the day. And then nice. everybody's just been hooked ever since, and everybody's been wanting to formulate that kind of sound. Yeah. And they have a huge respect and admiration for that whole sound, and they just have an ear for it. And there's also something in the water, I think, but... yeah. You know, they uh, they just get it a lot more there. And I wish it was like that more over here in the States, but I feel like it kind of comes in waves, but we'll see, you know, like um, it's it kind of comes and goes right now. I think it's kind of coming back up. We got some pretty sick fests in the U.S., but no, Indonesia's totally. doing a big time over there for sure. I love that stuff a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, this is the Indo dude. He yeah. loves, he's caught up to date on all that oh, stuff. Yeah. You guys Steve need to get head out there. Oh, yeah. If I could, I would. Up on a private jet. Yeah. Make it happen. Make <laughs> it happen. That's awesome. Tell him to give us a call. Uh, do you guys think that um, – so you guys have been doing some – these uh, flying out to these big fests. Is is touring something you guys are interested in or are you more yeah, so just – somebody wants inc- to flip the bill, okay. it's getting expensive. Is it, is, it, is it a better <laughs> yes. uh, – is it a better, you know, uh, kind of reality to just fly out and do those things? Is that something you prefer rather than, you know, hitting the road and touring? John. Oh, yep. Sorry. See, I can speak to a little of this. Um, like Max, I'm in a, a couple bands as well. So for me, the fest schedule is just a little bit easier. Yeah. Uh, touring is touring is great when it's great. Um, I did a lot of touring with Victimus. We used to do 30 day runs. We used yeah. to do two weeks here, a week there. Um, some good bands in Turtle Suffering. You know, it's one of the, my favorites on that one. Abysmal Dawn was another yes, one. Yes, sir. So. Hitting the road like that requires gas money. It requires a show every night. It requires other bands to go with and hopefully draw enough people. Consistency. Consistency. What I would say is like, I mean, there's bands that would tour 300 days a year that we haven't heard of. And even though they're on the road constantly. So there's not necessarily a return on investment continually. I would love to get out there and play more. I think 2024 will probably see some dates on the road. Um, But in the meantime, like just with my personal flight schedule, my yeah. fest schedule, if you will. Like, it's just easier to fly somewhere, play a show, reach a bigger audience. Because everyone's there. and Because yeah. mm-hmm. everyone's there. And yeah. the Brutal Death Metal, it's like a little family reunion yeah. every time. So it's like we're going to see the people that matter as opposed to, <laughs> you know, three kids somewhere in some random club <laughs> yeah. that may or may, not got, may or may not get paid for that night. And you're working smarter, not harder. Yeah. Trying. Trying. So. I'm old. I can't, yeah. I can't afford to just make mistakes like I did in my Totally. Times. Again. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming up here tonight. Uh, before we go into the last song, uh, any final words, any thank yous or shout outs you guys want to give on, on the on the radio? Shout out. Oh. Go ahead. Shout out Vituperate from North Carolina. Okay. I got a shout out. Uh, Sean and John and Bludgeoned, my homeboys. Yeah. We're coming up. We're coming up big. <laughs> Yeah, shout out to everybody who likes this kind of filth, who likes this kind of blasting chaos, because this is not for for everybody, and that's kind of the purpose why we made it, it's because to weed them out, but if you like this kind of stuff, that's sick. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're just trying to play something, you know, a little bit more aggressive. we just playing this from the heart. We've been in this kind of music for a long time, but shout out to everybody that likes this stuff, and, uh, yeah, hopefully get some shows going, and, yeah. Hell yeah, let's, man. Let's get it push going. Push the oh, yeah. limits of Hell what's yeah. extreme. 
Right on. I would, I'm going to say shout out to the metal shot because I remember being a little kid and yeah. catching, a, catching a broadcast as a child. And that's, that's awesome. Part of my path. So shout out to you guys. Hell yeah, definitely man. shout out to oh, metal shot. Uh, this yeah, this is legendary. So thanks for getting us up here. Absolutely. I grew up with the first Steve and Kevin. Dude. Yeah, Steve and yeah. <laughs> Straight from was it Bates or whatever? It yeah, was? no, Green River. Green River I went to their Green River College. They did Eternal Nightmares on yeah, Green yeah, River, and then they got Metal Shop. Yeah, that was. And sick. then uh, yeah, man, I I used to smoke blunts and listen to good Eternal Nightmares, bro. I, yeah, I'm yeah, play yeah. with Kevin. Miasis. Is it Miasis or Miasis? Miasis. I still got the CD at home. That's awesome. Shit was sick, dude. And then you catch Steve at the clubs every once in a while. Yeah, absolutely, man. Keeping the scene going, Kevin, man. I appreciate it. I'm trying to, man. Keeping it on the air, man. So, uh, all right, dude. Excrescence. We're going to go into cisternal. Okay, hold on. I need my glasses. Cisternal myocarditis perforation. Is that right? Cisternal. (laughs) Cisternal. Is that right? Cisternal. Cisternal myocarditis. See, I knew I would get one of them wrong. All right. It's excrescence. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Hell yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.